0: dot com. my guest this week is a great friend of mine we've not seen each other in a few years so this could be fun jp as we affectionately know him john paul forgery jp how are you mate yeah pretty good you doing pretty well good, yeah looking yeah. well you're looking really Thank well you, yeah yeah looking good mate you, you've obviously
1: lost being good to you yeah it's not too bad so <laughs> a couple of stressful moments here and there yeah well, that's what we all i get. mean you've grown a bit haven't you uh, well time does that People remember
0: me as being taller than I am until they, and then they see me and they sort of go, yeah, you're, you're taller than I remember you. And they say, well, I don't know how you remembered me. You must have remembered me <laughs> as being a lot shorter than I am. <laughs> but um, no, I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. When did we last see each other? That's the first question. Right. right. Now, you played an Oasis show with us. Uh, we did a Butlin show.
1: Yeah.
0: It must be I'd say five, four, yeah, or five six, years ago. Six, perhaps six, I five, think. Five, six years ago. Yeah,
1: six years, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I reckon so, yeah. First question, why the drums? how did you get into it well the first time I got into drums was when I was at school um, I mean at the time my mum was asking me what instruments I wanted to play and she said oh perhaps you want to do a trumpet or you know etc yep and uh, I remember I was listening to I was just in school in, in a classroom and I was watching actually uh, one of my friends who was tapping with a pen on the wor- on the on the desk and I just Instantly, I knew he was doing drumming, and that's when I sort of thought, you know what, I'd like to try that. And right. I mean, I got into it, and that was it. I mean, I was drumming was the thing that I did. And you said a
0: natural rhythm, yeah, it just just happened. Well, I mean,
1: it's uh, like anything. I mean, I had, I had, I think the the word is passion. Yeah. I decided that I wanted to do it, and no matter what, whatever obstacles I came across, I just kept on working on it. And I mean, it, it has been hard. There has been times that you know as you often do think i mean i'm sure you feel this way mm. where you think oh you know like oh, i could do without this but it's always the good times that outweigh the bad yep. times yep. so the thing is is i always. mean i've been doing it now uh, ever since well you know for a good over 20 years so and i've been of course working uh, playing the drums of course played with with color kinesis yeah we yeah. toured together well, that will yeah. come yeah. up we'll talk about that yeah and yeah. all the other, all the other bands as well. I mean, to be honest, sometimes they feel like lifetimes. You know, the the individual m- components of your life, like you know, you have got an area here and then you have got an area there. And mm. I, I mean, it's nice to look back on. You Some know, chapters
0: are bigger than others. Yeah, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. So, did you have, Was it a situation where you had the rhythm, you had natural rhythm, but the coordination, or, or did you find the coordination obviously because I, I, my limited knowledge of drums, kick drum, yeah. or kick snare, kick snare, whatever. Was it one of those things where you had to work on the coordination rather than the rhythm? The, the rhythm is like an inner in metronome, it's either there or it isn't. Do you think that?
1: Well, I think both. I think that, I think really from, from what I've been taught as well, um, you know, particularly time is something that you need to, as any musician needs to work and develop their time yeah. and their sense of time. Um, you know, the the coordination, I mean coordination of being able to play something basic obviously is very different from independence, complete independence of being able to play perhaps a Latin rhythm where you're playing using one hand playing something completely different to the other. So again, I mean it is difficult but from a standpoint I would say that the coordination came quite quickly. Um, The other thing also that a lot of people neglect to think about when it comes to drumming is balance right so balancing the limbs because of course you are playing more than one instrument in effect but they need to be sung together in harmony so you don't really want to get to a stage where you know you're playing really heavy on the snare drum or particularly you don't want to play really too heavy on 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 the bass drum either you know you've got to get a balance and of course, that depends on the style as well. I've so. never thought of that,
0: and, I, and even the years yeah. that I've been in the business, I've never, I've never really considered that. I just figured it just happened that you. But obviously, you have to have a certain amount of control over the snare. Hit it exactly yeah different yeah, times exactly yeah
1: yeah i would never i never thought yeah, of that exactly you just thought you know we sat behind the kit and just whacked the hell well, out of it because we, well, we never we never talked <laughs> about the technicalities <laughs> no, of, of it not. we just no. say like this song goes like this can you work on it and exactly then, well if you yeah. went to gordon Ramsay, as well as you know a load of a load of swearing it probably you know he probably wouldn't explain to you all the details and the intricate parts of doing something you know i mean that's the thing you never do i'm sure there's loads of things that you, you would do, that you don't really don't talk about, about unless yeah. you delve into it, yeah. you know? So this is the thing, it, but it is, I mean, those, those are the three, I would say the timing is a big issue, I mean, you know, musicians, I mean, the thing is, a lot of the time, you know, the drummer is often Sometimes like a scapegoat, so you know, in in bad situations. Luckily, I've had very few of those. Everybody
0: turn around and look at you. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what do you do? <laughs> yeah. You know, and everyone it's, will turn around and look at exactly, you. Exactly, yeah. but yeah. the truth is, a lot of the time is it could be anything. I mean, I I I have to say this. I mean, I've worked with a lot of really good, ribbon guitarists, guitarists in general, who mm. timing is brilliant, and it really helps when other musicians are good at their timing and they're playing the right thing you can keep the time a lot better. It's when people start to drag and come yeah, off the yeah. time, you've got to try and do something to get them back on the it time. It's hard to focus on what you're doing because you're trying to tap into them in
0: order to keep the music tight, exactly, so to speak. Yeah. You know, they, they go off, so you follow them. Mm. Well, no word of a lie, and to your face, I, I probably told you before anyway, the most solid on the money drummer that I ever worked with. What's Gee. your secret? Is it is it practice, is it just you believe in it? Is it just, well, it's always I mean, been mm. there? It's you know.
1: it's practice, believe, and working on it. I mean, I had my singer came up to me the other day. And I won't tell you exactly what he said, <laughs> but he said something along the lines, "You're a something hot drummer." Mm. I shouldn't really tell you this. You're a hot drummer, and my reply to him was, "Yeah, I know," but it's it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't like a. Um, Oh yeah, I know. You know, like yeah, everything. it was. Yeah, I know because I've worked really I worked really hard for yeah, it. This is what I've I do. I've worked really hard yeah. for it. I haven't just, you know, when when you when you take on something, you have to you have to decide is this something that I'm going to be doing, you know, just playing around with it, or mm. is it something I'm going to be doing for real? And when I got to that point when I made that decision, I didn't go back, and no. it, it, it was the hard work. I mean, you know, there is of, of people often talk about natural talent. And the truth is, natural talent can actually be the most disruptive thing in someone's process. Because yeah. if you rely on talent and you don't use per- persistence and determination, you will not get very far. Mm. You know, you'll get to a certain point, and then you will, you will, you know, plateau. It you will won't destroy really, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the idea is is to try and try and keep on practicing. So practice yeah. is obviously a very important part. Um, listening is extremely important. Yes you know, yeah. and listening to what's happening around you and trying to take things in. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're the main key things that I look at when I'm when I'm working with people. You know, being able to come down if you need to, if something's a bit too loud. I mean, obviously we've played, when we were playing some of the stuff we were doing, yeah. it was quite soft, but it had the essence of becoming loud if it needed to. It's what they call light and show. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, but there are occasions where you have to really consider what else is happening mm. so you have to be quite. you have to be humble in a way you yeah. know when you're playing I mean this is some these are words that people have spoken before you know they're they're not they're not like new well you have to do people, a job if, yeah. if you do exactly. your job and you forget about yourself and you think about the output of the whole well, unit
0: exactly it is a team after yeah. all which is one of the things that, that that always stands out was that we would do we go and play the cavern or we go and play one of the Butlin shows which we mm. often did and often with our own stuff, or we toured, we'll get onto that a bit later on. But then we'd go and play an intricate little pub somewhere where they didn't want it too loud, mm. and yet you were still able to to keep time, even though you were playing softer. Now, I, very few drummers that I've met were able to do that, because I, su- I suppose you get into the mechanics of, of yeah, keeping exactly, time, you yeah. hit it a certain way, and you play a certain way, but we'd say to you, we can't be too loud tonight.
1: Yeah. And
0: the music didn't suffer at all for the fact that you were playing, not that you're the key of it, but that, but no, the, exactly. the music didn't suffer yeah. at all for the fact that you were playing softer. And that always fascinated me, and I never asked you about that, because you yeah. were still
1: able to accent it, even though, well, just a feel I suppose. Well, the, 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 the reason why drummers tend to speed up and slow down, I mean, for a start, when you strum a chord on a guitar, you're playing, say for instance, you're playing a guitar, you're playing a length of note. Mm. So if you're playing, uh, say an eight, eighth note, quaver, then it's gonna be half a beat long. Right you know for a drummer, if they play a quaver, there's no length right so that's one thing, so what you have to do with your timing, you have to put the motion in now, of course, the motion can be also troublesome because the bigger you go, the heavier you are. Right. The lighter you go, that's when you start to speed up and I suppose that's really probably one of the one of the things. if you're coming down smaller, the tendency is to speed up right. as you're playing. Whereas if you're keeping it quite large, and the truth is, it's just learning control, mm. and uh, you know, just learning control to be able to keep that going. And again, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, it's it's the endeavour's an endless one. You know, it's something that you've got to keep on doing. You've got yeah. to keep on practicing and and looking to just subjectively look at yourself and say, how can I make this better? Yeah. You know. Do you think that obviously, obviously, the fact that you teach drums and you're still teaching
0: drums? Yeah. You think that helps you, the fact that you're kind of teaching all the time. So you're always, always working on something different every single day. But not only that, if you're playing in your studio, which I've seen mm. the end of your garden, or the end of your mum's garden, the one that you have yeah. there, you're obviously not pounding the hell out of it. You're playing within yourself. So, well, you're always playing it at different tempos, different speeds, different volumes. I
1: think probably the better one, the better practice that I've had is, I mean, I play with a big band as well. Oh, fantastic. And like it's jazz obviously some of the stuff is brushes, some of the stuff has to be played very, very lightly, you know I mean? I'm, I'm playing effectively, when I was with most of the other bands that I've worked with, and this is the difference, you've got amplification. Now, of course, with amplification, the drummer doesn't have to be shy, you know, in terms of playing, because he's, he's competing with right, the yeah. amplification. Whereas when you're talking about, like say for instance, the trombones, trumpets and saxophonists, you know, you need to be able to bring it down and bring it down and be more subtle. Mm. And it's again, it's how it sits. And I mean, that's been a huge influence for me, that kind of playing.
0: You've explored a lot of musical genres then, haven't you? Yeah. Because you've yeah. gone across rock bands, I know you work with uh, Bowie Tribute for a yeah. while, and you've obviously been in rock bands and you obviously we work together. And then you find yourself in a, yeah big band know, situation big band it's latin all drummed, numbers. It's yeah all, exactly you know it's all there well, this is the
1: thing it's it's um again i mean you know it's it, doing doing latin stuff and doing the jazz stuff is nice because it gives you a chance to do it and the truth is it's not mainstream you're not going to go out and earn you know money a money necessarily a money gig for for every single gig that you do anyway mm. but it's also about challenge is another challenge it's it's something to something to take you forward you know because you never know just go by by going forward you end up with something else you know Mm. so there's there's always a way of thinking that you know you shouldn't think that you've just got one path you know the path sort of turns and you can go off one way and then come back the next day you know it's 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 about really just building up moving in the circles exactly just yeah keep exactly. Circles. i mean you know i mean i've worked with quite a few people again and again and again you know and this is the thing i mean either either two things happening either you know i'm, I'm becoming uh quite good at what I'm doing or I'm becoming quite old, you know. So there's either, <laughs> even those both. even those two things, you know, really. But you know, you work with similar people and, and yeah. the same people and I suppose the good thing about that is you start to start to get build up the rapport and I do think something, that's something right. To touch, they, yeah. yeah,
0: they keep wanting to work with you, yeah, you exactly. do something right. First drum kit that you ever owned. So take, take your mind back. Right, you still okay. see yeah it I, can, still I can, I yeah. Right yeah. first guy, what, what was it? Right. That? It
1: was a like a Pearl Maxwin, it was a very old Pearl drum set. Um, i mean i i loved the drum set i mean i i waited a year until this drum set was mine you know and and i mean at one point i remember i've got fond memories of my dad i mean i've often shared this with my students that have trouble practicing but obviously not in the way that that he did it but Mm. He he used to he came up one day. He obviously had a bad day, and he he was watching I think EastEnders or Coronation Street, which I can't stand. funnily enough, <laughs> yeah. you know, but he was he was watching that, and he came up and he said, "If you don't stop drumming, I'm going to put a knife through the drum heads, you know, and everything else." So <laughs> it, it was obviously having a bad day. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it was it was really off 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 on one that day. But the thing is, is I mean, that's how that's how much i love the kit that's how much i love drumming You're so all the time, i would and... i would be i'd rather be on that than doing anything else i mean you know it was something that i could see where i could go i could go further with that i mm. could travel with that a little bit more than than anything else around me you know so the idea was was to was to have something that was challenging and that was what it was but it was a pearl max win um i remember uh, you know obviously like most beginner drummers have you know the, the cheap high hats that spend you know as <laughs> you play them and yeah, then we've the symbol and then uh, you know a snare drum that was a, a cheaper snare drum that was put on because the other snare drum wasn't available yeah you know i mean back then secondhand drum sets were quite a big thing mm. so a drum shop would probably more or less i would say sell the snare drum separately you know so that way they would they would actually yeah. incur more revenue but the thing is i had this cheaper snare drum that was put in with it it was all reconditioned, and uh, yeah, I had that. I had that for quite a few years, actually. Did you have lessons, or did you? I had lessons when I was at school. I had lessons when I was at school, and then I picked up lessons again later on in later years. Um, after I after I finished, really around similar times of finishing work and going in to want to become, you know, a professional player, because mm. I decided that to do this, I need to obviously give a lot of time to it. Um, and also invest in it mm-hmm. you know I mean you know if you go and study something and uh, you know at university to come out with a degree and, and to be able to get obtain jobs yeah. from that that's then right. that's what you've got to do so that's right. it's like similar thing with with um, with anything you do really you know what you put in you're going to get more from it yeah did you what about the teaching yourself was it
0: something that you aspired to or did you just fall into it
1: to be honest it was one thing that i'd say is that it didn't come around as you know, some people would naturally have that progression. What happened was, I mean, I was uh, going to a music shop and they actually handed over someone's number, just one person, it started off with one person just coming to me for lessons. Right. And I actually started Same off, May, actually. I used yeah. to travel, I used to travel and I used to go and teach them at their home. Yeah. And that was in Wansted. sometimes I'd walk back, you know, and everything else. So Wansted is like, basically 20 minutes away from me in, in terms of walking, yes, yeah. so you know, it's not that far and I started off there and while I was still working um, as a mechanic and training to be a mechanic and uh, yeah, I used to do that and it was great. I enjoyed doing it as well. Got on well with, with, with the student and, and the parents and then eventually I started to teach a couple more and then I decided to change. It was around the time when one of the first bands that I was in sort of fell, for, you know, fell apart basically um and basically we we ended up parting ways and i thought well i'm not using this as a rehearsal room anymore no in terms of that and that's when i decided to um you know keep get 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 people in there and start Can't in and start the shop window or advertising in the well paper or i whatever. started i started off i mean i started very small um i started yeah. off by putting a free listing in yale yeah.
0: um,
1: and then, of course, they contacted me, offered me book listing, which obviously now the books are obsolete, really. Yes, I mean, yeah. I don't advertise them anymore, but I do have an online. I built up, like, a website. I, um, I basically got my own, obviously, internet as well, my own phone line, so I could run everything off of that, rather mm-hmm. than... It was the biggest problem, I mean, you know, I had. I mean, your brother would have this problem as well. I had the same, same name as my father. So if someone rings up... You yeah know, inquiring then it's like you've <laughs> yeah. got the big confusion you've got to ask them five or six questions you know it's a little bit like it's a little bit like when they join up with you know with uh, walking dead you know you yeah. to ask them the five <laughs> questions before you know which one they want you know? <laughs> so uh, basically he was obviously john forgery senior and i was yeah. john paul i mean you know john paul forgery but i used to go by john of course and jp as well but um basically i had the phone line so that's basically where i got to Then it built, I ended up having, say for instance, the internet, and eventually now I've got the internet still on there. But a lot of my clients now come from word of mouth, you know, it's people who've, as you probably know as well. You know, know yeah, get People who come come to you because they know someone else has been to you as well. Sometimes
0: something really silly for me. Sometimes I'll pick my daughter up or my son from school Mm. and I'll get chatting to one parent about guitar. And she'll say, oh, he's having lessons. And before you know, you're teaching about five or six of them from the school because mm-hmm. you would know yourself that when you, uh, probably different in our day when we were learning instrument at school, they, they cared a little bit more. Now, I mean, my daughter's learning flute, and she gets five minutes on a Thursday. Yeah. And you're paying an extortionate amount of money for what she's getting. I mean, all right, she's not a great practiser, but then she gets yeah. that from me, unfortunately. I'm a, natu- I'm a bit natural talent. <laughs> uh, I'm not working on that, that'll come to me. I'm, I've destroyed myself from natural talent. Um, but. You know, the, the schools don't give as much as the, obviously, the one-to-one. Have you taught in any schools, by the way?
1: You've been approached and just didn't... I haven't, actually. No, I mean, I've... to be honest, I'll be really honest with you. I mean, nothing against the schools or the tutors, but I have found a lot of students come to me from schools. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 hard for a tutor in a school. I would really feel sorry for them because they only have 15 minutes a lot of the time. Yeah. And 15 minutes is really really difficult to motivate someone who's come out of a lesson that they're going to have to catch up with yeah to come in you warm up within the first five minutes that's it yeah then you've got perhaps 10 minutes to work with now you know there's really i I always consider there to be three parts of a lesson there's of course the warm-up stage you know, the, the, the development stage and then the adding new material, yes. you know, and sometimes the adding new material will actually stay until the following week, Yeah. definitely if they haven't worked yeah, you on it Yeah, get halfway you know. through or, yeah. Exactly, yeah. so so it's, it's quite difficult to do that, so I've always kind of stayed away from that, even though I've been told, I mean, to be honest, it's difficult for me to pursue now because I have got you know around about 50 private students on my books and you don't need it it's very it's very difficult to try and cram that in i'd have to i'd have to result in deleting well not deleting but you know removing some students i mean mind you i have done that before because you know where where it where it has to be done but you know most of the time you want to just keep keep things status quo sort of thing you know like uh but the thing is, yeah, I mean, I'd find it difficult. It'd be nice. the, the theory of it would be would be great. I mean, mm-hmm. if you could do, say, five days a week teaching at schools, then you'd have a nightlife. You know, that's you'd, right. Yeah, you'd yeah. actually have you'd have a life. Well, but we don't.
0: We, we we teach when they're there. We do it when they're exactly, when yeah, there. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so, what you have to do. That, that we're all like that. I mean,
1: that. I'm I'm doing I'm doing Saturdays and Sundays mm-hmm. as well. I do a full day Saturday nine until six o'clock, and then that's regardless of if I do gigs as well. Yeah, do shows. Gigs as well. As well and then on on the sunday i'll do nine until one ten so mm. you know it's it's kind of that's a very busy time for me as well so yeah. you know and and you have to just you have to keep going with it i mean i take time off of course i take, I yeah, yeah. take christmas off i take obviously most of the summer i actually take off from teaching now because i don't need to you know, the problem is during the summer is getting people to come in for lessons. It's, yeah. it's difficult, and I'd rather just take it you off. You can't ever get a, a solid
0: timetable in the summer, can you? Exactly. You end up with, if, with like if you get say a third of your pupils all of a sudden yeah. they stop coming, then you're trying to squeeze everybody in, so you. And exactly. you find yourself got one at ten o'clock, one at two in the afternoon. Exactly, and it feels like more work. Yeah, you just it go. Feels like more it work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a lot works.
1: easier to go through your books and put zero, zero, zero for everything you've heard, <laughs> rather than trying to work it all out. You know, I and mean, <laughs> it's the thing is sometimes it's better. It's sometimes it's better to do that. You know, I mean, if you if you prepare for it, then you're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, if you're sort of living beyond what you're capable of living beyond, you know, yeah. and, and then you're always going to get into trouble. I think there's a lot of truth in that. I think it's it's. I um, mean, my granddad always used to
0: say, I mean, if you if you start wanting what you've got instead of trying to get what you want, then you'll always have a better life. And I thought that's true actually. Yeah. You know, because I sit back and I sort of go, okay, there's people on serious serious dough, but I've got a great life love yeah, it exactly, do what I yeah. want go shopping somebody asked me what's the best thing about what you do is it a travelling? is it this I went no going shopping on a Monday afternoon yeah when everyone <laughs> else is at work exactly, so, with yeah. the money I've earned Friday Saturday Sunday yeah, you know exactly, I'm, I'm yeah. shopping on Monday so you're teaching do you teach because I know you run um well oh, you run all sorts of stuff drum clinics and obviously you've mm. got your. Yeah. um do you teach according to any curriculum or are you ba- are you basically you you, you well I mean learns I, a different pace don't exactly
1: they? yeah well I mean I use my own curriculum but obviously it's it's uh, worked around other examinations yes. as well. So yeah. there's Rock School and, of course, Guildhall. Yeah. So I usually try and put things in. Now, the syllabus, unfortunately, they change it. So I have to tailor sometimes mm-hmm. depending on how I'm going to teach. Sometimes some of the exercises that I've given to people, funny enough, become the new exercises in the actual grade. Right. So, yeah, you know, so sometimes right. it works works in a favour. Sometimes it's like... Oh no we haven't done this so i'm gonna to have to work on that so um yeah so i mean that's really how i teach but i generally i teach people depending on where they are I and mean, that's a good thing about one-to-one tuition yeah i mean i've got a, uh, a lad that comes to me who's autistic and you know i can't of course push him they too teach much him in a different way but i too. teach him in a different way i yeah. break things a lot down a lot more for him and for some of my dyspraxic dyspraxic children as well yeah. they tend yeah. to they tend to learn things differently Um, They're amazing when they can play. Mm -hmm. They're amazing once they can do it, but they obviously, they need that, that, you know, that approach of building up slowly, rather than just trying to, let's just try and do this. I mean, obviously, with most students, I do that anyway, and then I get to a point where I can give them something, and they look at me as though, you know, oh, you're mad! I can't play this. And then all of a sudden, they start playing it, and they can.
0: Well, you believe you you see something as a, as a tutor that they don't know about themselves. Exactly. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's fair to say we we spent a lot of time in the back of the van and uh, sometimes late night chats and whatever. That you and I are both fascinated by the way that the mind works, by the way that, like you said about dyspraxic children, people, who, children with dyslexia, and 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 the different ways that you can explain something to them mm. it's not just a case of you play it like this and it goes like this you have to find a way of, exactly. of going around the houses exactly,
1: yeah, until yeah.
0: they get it you know funny enough i've got a guy who i who I, uh, <coughs> sings with me and he's uh, he's dyslexic and he has mm. a karaoke um like machine but he has to set it up to a certain color oh
1: yeah uh, you,
0: have I've you heard that,
1: that yeah yeah
0: where he can if he has a certain color he's able to pick it up quicker and that's that fascinated me because yeah. I'm always, well, I'm a, a teacher if you like, I'm also a student and that sort of thing just, I love the way he explains stuff, this is a, a paradiddle or whatever and so yeah. like, what's that? You know, and yeah. said, well have you ever seen, so, and go of this big long monologue about some TV program and then when you get to the so end of yeah. it they're able to do it, <laughs>
1: so yeah, exactly. what's yeah. that, yeah. how yeah. does that work? Yeah. So
0: you've got loads of students and you're still doing, so teaching or playing live? what if you had to choose one of one of the two what's the most oh, it's difficult
1: difficult i mean the teaching's great and i love doing the teaching i also love playing playing live I, mm. I really i would rather say no i'll take both of them because mm, yeah. you know unless i would i would not want to turn around and say oh i i'm just going to do this because I, to be honest i think even if you do get to a point where you get very busy with your playing live mm. Um, I do think that that's not going to carry on forever no. so I think at some point I think that teaching will pick up back again. up plan yeah. you know well it's it's not just that it's just you know when you when you think about it I mean fair enough great if if I'm 80 and I'm still you know no, 80 no. and I'm still going doubt it but if I'm still going or, or even 70 yeah. say and I'm still able to carry a drum set then that's great but yeah. you know to be honest I mean there's some there's some some ways that it won't always be practical.
0: Everyone around me knows that the, the the my goal is... I mean, I'm 42. I was 42 on Wednesday. Yeah. I um, wished you happy birthday, oh, by You the did, way, thank yeah. you. And yeah. I replied. You um, didn't reply. I did. Re- did I not reply? <laughs> I thought I replied to everybody. Sorry, mate. Um, okay, so that's one I didn't reply to. Anybody else I didn't reply to, please let me know. Um, where was I? Yeah, and I'm uh, 42, and I, I've made up my mind about 18 months ago. When I'm 50, the live stuff's going to either drop drastically yeah or hardly be there at all I just want because I've, I've done it 25 years since I left school yeah. and before that the guitar's always been there since like yourself since I was a kid I've always exactly, done it yeah. so I want this this goal where I say right 50th birthday bang play a couple of shows thanks very much Good night, and then walk into the teaching and mentoring and bringing people along I play the odd show here and there yeah. but I just don't I don't want to keep going and going and going. I want, if, if I don't set myself a goal, then yeah. I won't aim for anything. Yeah, exactly. You, I yeah. think you're, you're quite similar with
1: that. You, you see, you see it as a, as something yeah. you'll be doing when you're not traveling out and down the country. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I've, I've got a couple of different things that I'm doing at the moment and, uh, you know, and they're all great and everything else. And uh, they're, they're, they're great. But the problem is, is when you're doing stuff like that, you tend to forget what's going on around you and, and time moves on, and mm-hmm. You, you get in contact with people and you you find things that they've done or they've gone through and you know you 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 do you get to a point where you're you know you're fixated on doing the next gig the next gig the next gig mm. and the truth is sometimes it's like good to set goals um, like try new things as well mm. but also I think you've got to be realistic I mean I I personally I yeah definitely I mean I want to keep on playing for as long as possible you know and uh, when I get to you know if if i'm lucky enough to get to 70 you know i mean it's it's something that i don't think i'm going to be going out playing i mean drum set obviously unless you've got unless you've got someone to carry the gear for you i mean that in <laughs> itself know. you know exactly uh, that in itself is 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 a difficult a difficult process so you know i mean you've got to carry equipment um you've got to keep yourself obviously you've got to keep your fitness up big time yeah, yeah, yeah. with when you're playing I mean you've got to really it's not a point of just appearance it's also you know fitness being able to carry on lifting stuff and yeah. carrying and playing gigs I mean I mean some of the stuff I'm doing at the moment I'm with a uh, uh, Freebird Classic Rock Tribute which is uh, a tribute band doing all the classic rock stuff brilliant I mean you're doing stuff like Led Zeppelin, Black Dog, um, Immigrant Song you're doing white snake, give yeah. me all your love tonight, all of this like double pedal stuff and everything else. And mm. you know, obviously your you're, a, you, you're, yeah, you're yeah, resetting a lot good. of energy. I mean, at the same time, I'm not like, you know, I'm not throwing myself around and no, throwing myself over the drum set and everything else. But, <laughs> you know, but the thing is, is at the same time, you know, it does take and it's the mental side of it as well. And that well, it's, in yeah, itself can wear you down. It's
0: still like doing a step class every night. Someone said exactly to me it's yeah. I'm doing a step class every night. Yeah. Try doing a, you know, try and do step aerobics every night where you've got same your arms for, yeah. moving, your legs moving. Well, yeah. for you, it's just standing, leaning against the speaker
1: with your guitar, playing guitar. <laughs> 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 guitarist looking cool, and the drummer's yeah. there killing himself. Yeah, see, so when did I, I ever
0: stand, and lean on the speaker and play guitar? Yeah. Well, exactly I must yeah. have done it, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you used to swing the guitar. That I did was quite erobic, wasn't it? I I, I do. You
0: know, I watch <laughs> that now, and I, I don't know, I can't believe I did it. I used to watch it, and I think, one day that's going to go. Yeah. And you used to do it, and I used to say it to myself
1: out loud, there was music couldn't hear i hope it's not today. Well, <laughs> it oh, comes yeah. back today. I think there's a picture somewhere of you doing that, and I'm just in the background, <laughs> Covering your eyes, aren't you? Well, I've got sunshades on, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't see. You can't see my eyes, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So
0: we met in uh, 2005, Kinesis UK tour. Steve had been left without a guitar player, <laughs> yeah. without a guitar player, without a drummer. Yeah, exactly, and those yeah. who knew him at the time would probably know why he'd been left. <laughs> 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 You'd have some idea as to as to why he'd been left without a, a drummer. Steve was a, a hard taskmaster. Let's put it that way. But we. we we met each other and we pretty much hit it off straight off the bat, started chatting about music. We are yeah. both professional, we both understood the business and we are surrounded by kids, a couple, ki- couple of kids in the band yeah. who were starting yeah. out and we'd, you know, you're trying to be a shoulder for them and saying, yeah, we can do this, we can do that and we go back to the room and have a beer and sort of go, what's going on? Why, why is everyone? Why, why are people climbing up and doing wrestling moves? Why? Why aren't they? We're on tour. Why is everybody wrestling <laughs> each other? Why? Why aren't we? Why aren't we sat with a beer and after the show and analysing <laughs> it and doing the best we can? And it was a great experience to go and do that mm. to be part of that. But we stayed. If you remember right, we stayed at Pontins in uh,
1: yeah
0: yeah. Do you remember that in yeah. Wales? Uh, yeah. Do you know? I can't think where it was in what the Pontins. Prestatin. In, Prestatin in Wales. And I remember it. Oh, it was. It was just. A hell of a week, traveling with a band uh, g- g- late at night and fond memories.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, yeah definitely. It I was good. It was good. It was it fun. Was it, of was of fun. It. it was fun. Uh, Newcastle Brown Owl, I've never drunk <laughs> since, but uh, yeah. I oh yes, yeah. I sort of had an episode with that stuff. I mean, we did that gig, didn't we? And, um, and I think the guy felt because they kind of messed us about a bit. I think he felt quite sorry that he did when he saw us play. And he decided to bring uh, a couple of crates of beer out, and uh, one of them was a crate of Newcastle Brown <laughs> And uh, I wouldn't like to think how many of those I drank. We were a mess, weren't we? Yeah, we same,
0: were an absolute yeah. mess. Fullness. F- f- <laughs> f- yeah, that, I, I don't. I haven't actually had a good drink for a good few years now. No, but no, yeah. I, I made. I, I didn't need to. I did it all by the time I was thirty.
1: Yeah. I mean, I
0: was thirty when I played that Tour. You know, thirty-one. I wasn't. Yeah. I, I weren't so I was a lot older than so everybody else in the band and, yeah. and I've been there and kind of played
1: so many shows and
0: I I don't want to go on stage drunk I don't want to oh go no, on stage oh no I mean I well this is you know, the thing well, we, didn't, we didn't go
1: this nah, was our night off wasn't yeah, yeah, it we yeah, had a night off when we had that acoustic yeah I, just I'm, I'm, out, to be hmm. honest up until up until um, I used to have probably a couple of beers mm. um, up until I got to 18 but then after that I was very much, you know, if I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be after. Well, you're there to do a job. Are you, yeah. if, if
0: a plumber knocks on your door at nine in the morning and he's had a skin fall, he's exactly, there to do yeah. a job, so you don't let him in. Yeah, exactly. And right, I was very course. much, you, you sort of, oh, he's an old fuddy-duddy, he's no fun at all. But you say, well, uh,
1: my, my job is to play guitar the best I can, and I can't do it at my best if I've had I just think, I drink. just think, even though, you know, there's a rock and roll image and everything else, I think sometimes when you, when you are doing gigs where people are obviously paying you to do mm-hmm. gigs you have to be a little bit more sensitive to that and you have to avoid things like, you know, pints and, and bottles on the stage. And I just, when I've looked at it, I just think it looks awful. It's like, you know, it's turning up to your desk at 12 o'clock yeah. after and, and coming in with like a plastic cup with your Guinness and putting it on the side of the desk. I mean, no one would do that. No. Yeah, do. fair enough, in the city, they do go out and drink. Yeah, but time. it's after work. Yeah, or, sometimes. Or sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, they don't openly like put it straight in your face and say, hey, "Look, I'm no, working no. for you, but I'm just gonna, you know, get loads of things wrong." No, do you, know, you think, you think some people
0: get caught up in the image and forget that they're? I think they do, John. and
1: some people start to think that you know, they find it difficult because after all, it is something that I started off, you started off because we wanted to do it. It was mm. enjoyable, and they kind of find it difficult to separate that. And it is difficult because a lot of people they turn around and they say, "Oh, you know, John is 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 lucky." You're, you know, he's he's got he's doing something that he enjoys doing, mm. but it is hard work. Yeah. you know, you have to keep going at it. Yeah, you know, and and you can't afford to sort of let your guard down, really. So drinking on stage is definitely for me is a no-no. No. The only thing I drink, I mean, I'll drink water. I'll um, you know, I'll I'll perhaps very occasionally I might have, you know, like um. Perhaps some some energy drink or something like that. Nothing like Red Bull or anything like that. No, you know, that, keep that stuff. you awake all night. Yeah, but something you know, just to just to give me a little bit of a, a kick. Mm. Um, but you know, I mean, that's the thing. I don't I don't have alcohol up on stage. I don't believe in it, and I don't no. think it's you know something that you need for creativity. If anything, it just causes problems. I mean, the amount of times I remember that there was that Oasis gig, and there was a couple of drunk youngsters that were coming quite close to the gear yeah
0: you know and we that, yeah. were
1: trying to push them back and everything yeah. else and, and luckily they it can get manic it can get silly exactly at, yeah uh, uh, gigs like that and I don't I don't really enjoy that no exactly well you don't do you I mean I, I remember yeah. uh, one gig I was over by the bar just getting uh, getting some water uh you know and uh, all of a sudden someone's um, over near where we where we were playing someone else punched you know, someone in the face, you know, it's going up. Oh, I'll show you what. Okay. And it's just smacked him in the face, and they've gotten this fight. I mean, this was very close to this was the Freebird Classic Rock. We were. We were very close to finishing because we were doing a lot of the pub gigs and mm. everything else and since then we've gone private you know private functions. not because of that one issue no but just but because generally because we've gotten to a point a level where we felt well, you know this this is enough now we don't need to keep doing just do the gigs. gigs
0: where you feel safe where you're appreciating well, you it's, it's
1: also it's also the, the fact of you know you go and do you go and do a these gigs and you get pulled into them and mm. and eventually you're doing say six six shows in the same place yeah over a year and it's like it's too much you know after a while you want to you want to cut down and, and work on quality rather than quantity and that's what we're doing i mean i've got a rehearsal with them tonight yeah in uh, in wittem and uh then we've got a couple of weddings and a couple of um, brilliant Couple of we've got like a, a, a festival, a small festival over on track day near Silverstone and oh, great. stuff like that. So I mean, this this is the thing where we're there and um, yeah, I mean it's it's enjoyable and it's worth doing as well. You yes, know? But the it's, only
0: thing that gets me down is is the is that exactly what you just pointed out is the having to do it. It's not. It's great when you're doing the good gigs. It's great when you're doing that. It's when sometimes you're playing a place and you're looking around going, "What are we doing here?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What am I doing yeah. here? I'm just
0: chasing the money." So that's when I end up doing a couple, and I go, right, well, I need to reinvent this, come up with something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, let's concentrate on getting some more lessons in, because I don't want to keep playing to, no disrespect, but I don't want to keep playing to some of these people that don't deserve to have a decent band in there, because they don't care. You can put a disco in there, well, yeah, and they I still mean, have a great night. So exactly. you, you put yourself, well, what am I doing this for? And that's when I get the ump. Yeah. You start looking at your life and go, what am I doing playing here? What, what, what am I doing this for? None of the venues that I've played recently, let me just make that clear, but over the years, whenever it's happened, you know, what am I doing here? Why am I playing here? I'm Just chasing the money, just chasing the money. Dad's a carpet fitter, as you know. Yeah. Sometimes he has to do a right old dive with his dog mess everywhere, and Christ knows what. Oh, am, and he's yeah. saying, what are you doing? He's he going, I need the money, mate. And he goes, how can you do it? You need the money. You need the money that badly, you know? He says, oh, I've got to get the money. Says, no, the phone ain't ringing, so I've got to take the gig and it's just yeah.
1: it ain't fun is it you it know no it's not you you get your hands dirty i mean you know like when i was when i was first starting off i was doing and nothing wrong with it at all but i was doing like some gardening as well to yeah. keep going and stuff i mean since then i've had to give all of that up I just haven't got the time mm. for it um but you know i mean that 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 was sort of at the same time you're thinking to yourself even though you know you're getting paid for it mm. but of course you do want to do what you want to do you know i mean there's there's no doubt about it I mean, I kept doing it for as long as possible.
0: Yeah, but it's normality, James. Because I
1: didn't want to, well, I just didn't want to let people down. Yeah, you know? it's... But the truth is, is I really did not need to do it anymore. No. And, and, and to be honest, eventually I had to I had to say, because otherwise I was going to let people down, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not there to do it, you're not there, you yeah, know? So yeah. it's the thing, but I mean, it is, I mean, in any job you do, there are always like good jobs and, and then bad jobs. And, you know, again, it is, you do have to, sometimes you do have to take the call. Um, but again, there's nothing wrong with you setting your height, heights higher and sort of trying to aim towards you know towards a different different direction with it to get to get the better work as totally. well. You got you, quite often it happens that you build up your career,
0: your music career and you're doing something else, and then you get to a point where your music takes over and you say, in order to pursue my music, I've got to let that go. Yeah exactly yeah. otherwise'm I'm, I'm, I'm never gonna know. And yeah. I suppose after six months, you could have easily picked up the phone and got back into it if you wanted to, same as I could with other things. But you you have to back yourself, don't you? you, you have, do, so yeah. you have a lot of belief in yourself and your own abilities, similar yeah. to to I do. I, I always think people sort of say, "Are you lucky to do what you do?" And you go, "Well, yeah, we're lucky in as much as we get the opportunity, but we also know that we're bloody good enough to take the opportunity." Yeah, exactly, so yeah. if somebody offers me a show and says, "Can you come and do the town gate and come and do a performance?" and and you know if we like you, we'll book you. Mm. Then I'm. sure that I'm going to do a good enough job that they're going to want me back, because otherwise I'd quit. I wouldn't bother if if I felt. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know, know, although I do talk a good game, I can't stand rehearsals and I can't do this. I'm always ready, mate. When I get when it's time to go, I'm always ready. Yeah. And and you and I have worked together and talked this through. Very few silly errors or anything. We're to do a job. We do the best we can.